there we are so excited for you to join us this day for yet another incredible sermon by pastor Jocelyn and Kuri The theme of my sermon today is going to be expressing joy in worship Okay and specifically expressing through dance <laughs> okay, so who was the crazy man in the Bible who danced? David. Exactly. So that's what we're going to start off. Do you know why David danced like that? Ark of the Covenant was there. But do you know right before he got the Ark of the Covenant, something had happened to him? Let's find out. Yeah, he got scared. So can we go to 2 Samuel 6 verse 3? 3 to 5, yeah. They set the ark of God on a new cart and brought it from the house of Abinadab which was on the hill. Uzzah and Ahio, sons of Abinadab, were guiding the new cart with the ark of God on it, and Ahio was walking in front of it. David and all Israel were celebrating with all their might before the Lord with castanets, harps, lyres, timbrels, sistrums and cymbals. Okay. What was David doing? Celebrating, right? He was celebrating. He was He was joyful there was music the whole country was celebrating the ark being in the presence of with them he's generally happy right he's in a good place right now right and then what happens next one when they came to the threshing floor of nakon uza reached out and took hold of the ark of god because the oxen stumbled yeah so this guy uza he was the one who was riding the cart the oxen stumbled and he suddenly took a hold of the ark of the god uh, the ark of god And what happened to Uzza after right after that? The Lord's anger burned against Uzza because of his irreverent act. Therefore God struck him down and he died there beside the ark of God. Then David was angry because the Lord's wrath had broken out against Uzza and to this day that place is called Perez Uzza. David was afraid of the Lord that day and said, "How can the ark of the Lord ever come to me?" He was not willing to take a, take the ark of the Lord to be with him in the city of David. instead he took it to the house of obed edom the gitite yeah. so what happened he got scared he was taking the ark to jerusalem where it's supposed to be he was taking it to um, the city of david it was taking it to his house and that's when uza made a mistake and this guy uza he died and fear set in david's heart he said how can i take the ark of god he started questioning everything about himself he questioned his identity he questioned even the the awesomeness of god he was angry he was confused he hit a rough patch and he decided he can't host the ark of the ark of god anymore and do you know what happened after the ark came to obey the dome's house we've had this as a sermon before what happened obey the dome prospered now king david was told the lord has blessed the household of obey the dome and everything he has because of the ark of god So David went to bring up the ark of God from the house of Obed Edom to the city of David with rejoicing. That's when he realizes and you have to realize Obed Edom was a native of the city of Gath. He was in another city. He was a native of that place. And he saw that God blessed Obed Edom and he realized if he can bless Obed Edom why should I be scared? All the questions that he had how can I have the ark of God? He realized those questions were wrong. He realized it was his destiny to have the ark of God in his house. Yes. Just like each and every one of us has a destiny to host the presence of God every single day of our lives. Wow. 
And do you realize what an honor that is? Uzzah died because he made a mistake of trying to hold on to the ark when he was not worthy of it. God has called each and every one of you worthy. You are not like Uzzahs in this land. You are as David's. You are called to go and take what is supposed to be yours. You are called to host what is yours. The presence of God, the raw, unfiltered presence of God. And what does this presence do? It gives you everything that He is. What is He? He is resurrection. He is life. He is healing. He is love. He is joy. All of those things come with His presence. And when you come as David did, realizing there is blessings in the presence, realizing He is not going to die like Uzzah, you are going to come after that ark. You are going to come after that presence. Whether that's in this hall, whether that's out there on the street, whether that's in your offices, in your colleges, you are going to go after the ark. Because you see how the ark is blessing everybody in your church. You see how the ark is blessing your pastors. You see how the ark is blessing Udupi. You see what, what, what the ark does when it is hosted by the entire city of Udupi who has come down to fill an entire hall. Just, just screaming Jesus' name. Did you, those of you who were there, did you realize the hunger that people came with? You saw how the whole hall was filled, that there were no more seats. People were standing for hours on end just to hear what God wants to say to them. You see the joy on their faces and you realize, I want that. And what does David do right after this? When those who were carrying the ark of the Lord had taken six steps, he sacrificed a bull and a fattened calf. Wearing a linen ephod, David was dancing before the Lord with all his might. That's when David became undignified. He was celebrating before. He was. But then fear set in. But when he saw what the Ark of the Covenant was doing to obey the dome, and he realized that he is just as qualified as obey the dome. And in fact, he is more qualified because he is the leader of these people. When he came to that realization, he decided, I don't want this dignity. He wore a linen cloth and just danced with all his might. With all his might. That's when David went truly crazy. And this is what I want to invite all of you to. Let's be the dancing generation. It doesn't matter if you were born in the 90s, in the 2000s, it doesn't matter. Let's be the dancing generation. In worship, in your colleges, on the streets, just dance. Just have like a beat in your foot. Just move, just walk, just move your hands. Don't just sit there. Don't just sit there like a rock. Just lift your hands up. Make some noise. Be the shouting generation. Come on. Be the dancing generation. You can lift your hands. You can clap your hands. Let this sermon not be a normal sermon. Make noise. Because that is what this sermon is about. It's about joy just brimming up. Just brimming up. You can't contain it inside you anymore because you realize the Ark of the Covenant is inside you. What other people could not even touch is inside of you. It's inside you. Can we go to Psalms 138 verse 1-1? I will praise you, Lord, with all my heart. Before the gods, I will sing your praise. I will bow down towards your holy temple and will praise your name for your unfailing love and your faithfulness, for you have so exalted your solemn decree that it surpasses your fame. Why? Why is he saying that I will bow down towards your holy temple? For your unfailing love and your faithfulness. 
because you have exalted your solemn decree as it surpasses the truth one version i read it said because you have brought to life what you have promised you what you told me is going to happen you brought it to life Amen. what is truth reality right truth does not change it does not vary it is reality it is a fact like for example gravity is a truth it's a fact it does not change the truth that god does what he says does not change and that is what gives our god his fame that is what makes him different from everybody else every every other idol every other power that claims to be it's nothing and idols does not have to be just a figure it could be money it could be anything it could be anything that's trying to give you false promises because the only promise that is real is what was done on the cross that is the only promise believe in me and you will live abundantly you will live joyfully you will live in victory that is the truth nothing else not the truth that you were taught in your schools not the truth that you were taught by your friends not even the truth that you were taught for years that this is how it's supposed to be listen to what god has said for you listen to what god has said over you your family might be telling you this is how we were this is how it's going to be this is how you are going to be if god is challenging that i would choose god i would choose god because his truth is real verse 4 when i call you answered me you greatly emboldened me yeah verse 4 may all the kings of the earth praise you lord when they hear what you have decreed yeah all the kings of the earth let them praise when they hear what you have uh, when they see the promises come into their lives do you guys realize you guys are kings of this world yes do you guys realize that you have powers you have authority you have kingdoms around you that are, that you are responsible for that might be your ward that might be that one patient that you are taking care of that might be that one project that you have one architecture project that you have one subject that you have in school that is your kingdom and you are a king and what does it say may all the kings of the earth praise you lord when they hear what you have decreed what you have promised let them rejoice let them rejoice let them rejoice and can we move on to um, Ecclesiastes 11 verse 3 to 4 If clouds are full of water they pour rain on the earth whether a tree falls to the south or to the north in the place where it falls there it will lie yeah if the clouds are full of water they pour rain on the earth the clouds when they are full of water they can't hold it anymore they have to release they have to release when you are just brimming over with the presence of god when you recognize the presence of god when you recognize what god is telling you in that moment you can't hold it back it has to release it becomes physically impossible for you to stand still it comes from birthing what has been promised what it takes time you know it takes time first day you might be just moving a little like this yeah first day you might be just raising your hands maybe you've never raised your hand before in public maybe you're shy to do anything that may attract attention but when you realize what you're carrying god will take you out of that uncomfortable zone yes. there is nothing that can stop you except yourself what does it say in the next verse whether a tree falls to the south or to the north in the place where it falls there it will lie you get to choose where you're going to fall Are you going to fall in the crazy bunch 
that is not afraid to be undignified that is not afraid to have crazy dance moves that is not afraid to inspire a new generation of dancers of shouting people or are you going to be somebody on the other side not ready to move too constricted too held down but whatever it is it could be shyness it could be fear it could be timidity it could be problems but where you decide to fall is up to you and where you fall that's where you will be you can always choose to fall in undignified territory because that is where dignity actually rests dignity that god gives this crazy guy david do you know he became such a big king that even today in israel israelites the nation of israel honor him they have his star on their flag the david star it's called the david star they wave him proudly he became a name that is synonymous with nation's pride and that is what is waiting for each and every one of you you guys are going to be synonymous with joy with pride and that's what god is calling you to isaiah 44 verse 1 to 5 but now listen jacob my servant israel whom i have chosen this is what the lord says he who made you who formed you in the womb and who will help you do not be afraid jacob my servant jezurun whom i have chosen now this is what god's response is to you this is god's side of the story you guys want to do you understand he's saying i formed you i chose you do not be afraid do not be afraid this is the father's heart Amen. when you come into the presence he says i made you i formed you when you were in the womb i put you together i counted the hairs on your head i know everything about you every single strand of dna i know about you what are you afraid of yes. what are you afraid of you are in the middle of a family some of you might be dancers in private you might go crazy when it's just you just by yourself but i'm inviting you you can do that here you can do that here in these four walls you can do it when you're in family when you start doing it here you won't be afraid to do it out there you'll be walking and dancing to absolutely nothing and people will be like why are you so happy why do you have like a like a beat in your footstep when you are going for an examination that everybody is expecting to fail why are you smiling to an interview where everybody is getting rejected why are you dancing even if you got rejected in an interview why are you dancing even if you failed in that exam why are you happy why are you a cloud that is so full with rain that you can't stop but release these are going to be questions that's going to come to you and you already know the answer because you experienced it real dance real worship it does not come from the music it does not come because you have a dancing partner it comes from what's inside of you it comes from who is inside of you who has promised you who tells you don't be afraid jacob whom i have chosen can we go to the next verse as well for i will pour water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry ground i will pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessing on your Amen. descendants i will pour out my spirit on your offsprings is it children that you're afraid of are you scared of your children what if i am dancing and my son thinks i'm crazy 
I am the mother, I am the father. I should be dignified. I should set a standard for my children, how they should act in public. No. He says, I will bless your offering. I will take care of your children. I gave those children to you. I made them before you made them. I made them in your womb. I was responsible for them the moment they were even alive. Before you could even take care of them, I took care of them. So just give your children up to God and just dance. Dance is basically what I want you to do this day. Can we go to Isaiah 44, 21, 23? Remember these things, Jacob, for you, Israel, are my servant. I have made you, you are my servant. Israel, I will not forget you. I have swept away your offenses like a cloud, your sins like the morning mist. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. I will not forget you. You are my servant. I have swept away your offenses like a cloud. Whatever guilt you're holding in your heart, I did this, I did that, I messed up. I went after that, I asked for that, and I got a beating for that. God says, I have swept away your offenses like a cloud. Do you know what happens when wind blows on a cloud? It goes. You don't see it anymore. It's gone. And that's what God says about your offenses. And he's a God that cannot stand sin. So he made sure that he removes sin from you so that he can come close to you. He removed that barrier. And what does he say? Return to me for I have redeemed you. I have redeemed you. So let's not hold anything back. Let's just worship God in spirit and in truth. Let it start from your spirit. Like, uh, like we heard earlier, Pastor was talking about true worshippers that it's not just with your body, it's not just with your soul. True worship starts from your spirit. It comes from a conviction. Your dance becomes a response to what you feel on the inside. To what your spirit already knows. When you acknowledge what your spirit knows, that's when your dance comes out. So I'm not asking you to just randomly just listen to some music and dance. No. I'm asking you to get connected first. Let God convince you with his word, with this. There are times when I hold this and I just want to dance. Just take this and just go for a spin. This speaks volumes of God's heart to you. That's when dancing becomes like rain that can't be held back. I'm telling you, when you dance, the ground shakes. The ground shakes. Bible constantly talks about the mountains echoed his praise. The, the seas clapped their hands. The rivers screamed and shout. All of nature is worshipping God all the time. We may not realize it. We may not see it. We may just see a mountain standing there. But the Bible says they are shouting of God's glory. You go out in the wild. You see what God has done. You realize they are praising. You see the rivers making noise. You see the seas making trumpeting noises. When all of the earth that is supposedly non-living is giving God praise, when the rocks are crying out praise, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You who have mouth, you who have hands, you who have movement in your bodies, you who have feet, you who have a heart that is beating, it doesn't matter what is 
going on with you right now. You may be sick. I invite you to start dancing. Dance. Dance upon your disappointment. Dance upon your disappointment. Dance upon your worry. Dance upon your exams. Start dancing. It may be crazy, but start dancing. I'm not talking just on the inside. I'm talking on the outside. Allow your body to move. Allow your body to raise itself up in worship. Because the Ark of the Covenant is blessing. Obey the Dome in Gath. And you have decided the Ark of the Covenant is going to bless my house in my city. How many of you are willing to dance? How many of you are convicted that God is with you? He has formed you. He has sent for you. He is not going to leave you. He's given you victory in everything. 